0: Thomas and Friends Storytime Railway Celebrations Starring Thomas Bertie the Bus Young Bao And a Fairy God Engine Based on the Railway Series by the Reverend W. Audrey Created by Britt Allcroft Read by Mark Morahan and Friends This is the story about Thomas the Tank Engine A cheeky little blue steam engine With six small wheels A short stumpy funnel a short stumpy boiler, and a short stumpy dough. He is the number one engine on Sir Topham Hatt's railway, and has a whistle that sounds like this. So now you've met the hero of our story, let's begin our journey. All aboard for our big adventure. Happy birthday, Thomas. It was a sunny evening on Sodor. Thomas was puffing slowly to Marin Station after a very busy day. Sir Topham Hat was waiting for him. I'm sorry, Thomas, but you're not finished yet, he said. I have some urgent jobs for you to do. Yes, sir, said Thomas. I'll be as quick as I can. Thomas worked really hard. First he pushed some cars to the quarry. Then Thomas collected his coaches, Annie and Clarabel and took them from one side of the island to the other. Not so fast, said Annie. Slow down, Thomas, said Clarabel. But Thomas was determined to get home to rest as quickly as he could. (laughs) It was very late when Thomas finally got back to Tidmouth Sheds. He was too tired to talk to his friends and he went straight to sleep. The other engines wanted to do something fun for their friend. Thomas has been working so hard, said James, and it's his birthday soon. That's right, exclaimed Percy, and I've got an idea for a big surprise. The next morning, the engines gathered in the yard with Bertie the bus to talk about the surprise they had in store for Thomas. I can't wait to see Thomas's face, said Bertie. Sir Topham Hat thought it was a wonderful idea. Don't forget it's a surprise, he warned Bertie. You mustn't tell Thomas. But Bertie knew he wasn't very good at keeping secrets. So later, when Bertie saw Thomas at Napford Station, he worried that he might tell Thomas about the big surprise. Bertie decided not to stay and chat, uh, uh, I can't stop. <laughs> Bertie tooted his horn and raced off down the road. Bertie must want me to race him, Thomas thought, and he puffed off after him. <coughs> Thomas loved to race Bertie whenever he could. Thomas's wheels went faster and faster and faster. He was catching up to Bertie when Bertie turned off the road beside the railway and zoomed off into the distance. Thomas was puzzled. Maybe Bertie doesn't want to be friends with me anymore, he thought, and he puffed slowly and sadly back to the sheds. The next morning, Sir Topham Hatt asked Thomas to meet him at the steamworks. Ah, there you are, Thomas, said Sir Topham Hatt when Thomas arrived. We're here because we need to smarten you up. (laughs) Thomas's dome was Polished until it sparkled brightly, he was given a smart new coat of paint. His buffers were buffed, and he was given brand new shiny wheels. Now you are ready, Sir Topham Hat announced. Ready for what? asked Thomas. It's a surprise, Sir Topham Hat replied. You'll just have to wait and see. As Thomas approached Vicarstown Station. He could hear a band playing. Then he saw that the whole station was covered with colourful balloons and party decorations. All Thomas's friends were waiting for him. It's a special surprise birthday party, called Bertie from the platform. Sorry I didn't race with you yesterday, but I didn't want to give away the surprise. Everyone admired Thomas's shiny dome, his smart new paint his buffed buffers and his brand new wheels. Happy Birthday Thomas! Everyone cheered. Thomas beamed from buffer to buffer. It had been the best birthday ever. That night back at Tidmouth Sheds, everyone talked about what a wonderful birthday party it had been. But Thomas didn't hear a word. Because he was already fast asleep The end This is a story about Thomas the Tank Engine And Young Bao the Chinese Tender Engine Thomas is a cheeky blue steam engine He is the number one engine on Sir Topham Hatt's railway And has a whistle that sounds like this Young Bao is a big, brave, bright red engine with a beautiful gold tiger painted on his tender. He is clever, kind and caring and has a whistle that sounds like this. So now you've met the heroes of our story, let's begin our journey. All aboard for a big adventure! Thomas and the Dragon It was a beautiful spring morning on the Chinese railway. Thomas was delivering cars with his friend, Young Bao. As the two engines raced along the tracks together, they travelled through an orchard full of peach trees. The trees were covered in pretty pink flowers. Thomas was amazed. He'd never seen anything like this on Sodor. Wow! Look at all the flowers
1: on the trees! That's right, Thomas. It's Peach Blossom time. You're so lucky to be here in China for the New Year. But I thought New Year was a winter festival when the trees are all bare. <laughs> Not in China!
0: <laughs> Young Bao laughed and he raced away. Thomas chased after him.
1: Wait for me, Yong Bao!
0: As Thomas caught up with Young Bao, they passed a group of people. Carrying big red and gold paper lanterns.
1: Oh, what are they carrying? Those are lanterns for the New Year celebrations. We have a big party.
0: I love New Year! And do you know what the best part is? Thomas and Young Bao headed into a tunnel. It's the
1: dragon!
0: But with all the noise in the tunnel, Thomas didn't hear Young Bao.
1: The what?
0: Thomas arrived at the coal hopper. Young Bao was waiting for him.
1: Hey, Young Bao. Did you say what I think you said? What is the best part
0: of the new year? Oh, the best part of all is the dragon! Just at that moment, a very noisy engine thundered past. I still didn't hear you. What did you say? <laughs> Thomas? Just then, a large load of coal emptied from the coal hopper with a crash. The dragon! Thomas still wasn't sure what Young Bao had said.
1: Sorry, I, I still didn't hear the you. The dragon, Thomas!
0: I said, the dragon! This time, Thomas heard what Young Bao had said, and he was shocked. Dragon? That's right, Thomas! Usually, I take the dragon to the big square.
1: But as you're a guest
0: on our railway, I think you should have the honour. See you later, Thomas. Young Bao hurried away, leaving Thomas to worry about the dragon.
1: <gasps> Me? Take the dragon? But but don't dragons breathe out
0: smoke and uh,
1: fire?
0: The more Thomas thought about the dragon, the more he started to feel scared. Thomas began to think there could be a dragon around every corner Then, as Thomas puffed along the tracks alone He heard an odd flapping sound
1: (gasps) What's that?
0: Thomas suddenly caught sight of something strange flying towards him He closed his eyes Thomas opened his eyes. Sitting on his buffer was a small, very cute-looking chicken. Oh, you're not a dragon. Just then, Hong Mei, the blue and red tank engine, pulled up next to Thomas.
1: What dragon? Oh, Hong Mei. Oh, dear. Young Bao wants me to take a dragon to the New Year party.
0: Hong Mei was very impressed.
1: Oh, wow that is amazing. The dragon is big and noisy. You're so lucky.
0: Thomas didn't feel very lucky. He didn't want to take a scary dragon to the New Year festival. A little while later, Young Bao saw Thomas resting at the sheds. Young Bao could see Thomas was worried. What is it, Thomas?
1: What's wrong? I really, really don't want to pull the dragon. What? But- Thank you. I'm sure it is a big honor. But will you pull the dragon, Young Bao? Oh, okay.
0: I guess I can take the dragon. And you can take the lion. Oh, okay. Thanks. Then Thomas thought about what Young Bao had just said.
1: Lion? What lion?
0: So now Thomas had a lion to worry about. That evening, Thomas was coupled to his Chinese coaches, Ann Ann and Yin Long. They headed off to collect passengers to take them to the New Year festival.
1: Phew! I'm glad I'm pulling you, Ann Ann and Yin Long. I guess I don't have to take the lion after all.
0: But Ann Ann and Yin Long just giggled at Thomas. Oh, yes, oh, yes you, you do, do Thomas! Hmm? Thomas picked up some passengers and continued on towards the town Thomas felt much better He hadn't seen a dragon or a lion anywhere Thomas finally arrived at the town square Everything looked beautiful
1: Wow! This New Year party is amazing!
0: (laughs) The town square was decorated with glowing lanterns there were stalls filled with wonderful food. Jugglers, magicians and dancers entertained the crowds. Thomas pulled up next to young Bao and Hong Mei.
1: Oh, by the way,
0: sorry, I didn't bring the lion.
1: <laughs> Thomas, but you did bring the lion.
0: Huh? Two dancers appeared from one of Thomas's coaches. The dancers were dressed in a beautifully decorated white lion costume. That's the lion? Thomas watched as the dancers in the lion costume ran and jumped around the square. The children ran to follow them. It's just people dressed up. Dancing and spinning, the lion headed for a large green lettuce hanging from a piece of string and grabbed it in its mouth.
1: Yes! And a look! it eats the lettuce and
0: scatters the leaves for good luck. Then, young Bao spotted something even more impressive. Look. Here comes the dragon! Thomas was almost too scared to look.
1: Oh no, not the dragon!
0: (sighs) Dancing across the square came the dragon, but not the scary creature Thomas had imagined. This dragon was a big puppet covered with feathers and shining red and gold fabric.
1: Oh, it's not a real dragon! No, of course not,
0: Thomas!
1: What did you think? Oh, (laughs) nothing.
0: Dancers held the dragon above their heads on long poles. They made the dragon dive and twist its way through the cheering crowds.
1: Wow. The dragon is great. I love it. That's what I was trying to tell you, Thomas. The best thing about New Year is the The dragon. dragon!
0: Suddenly, the night sky was lit up by the flashes of colorful, exploding fireworks. Young Bao smiled at Thomas.
1: Thomas. What does that mean? It means... Happy, Happy New Year, Year Thomas. Thomas! Happy New Year, everyone!
0: <laughs> the end. Thomas and the Fairy God Engine One bright, sunny day, the Earl of Sodor made a big announcement. That evening, the Earl would be holding a special costume party at his castle, in honor of King Godred, and there would be a grand parade, with a prize for the best dressed engine. A crown, just like the one King Godred wore. I'm
1: going to go as a comic book hero with a mask and red
0: cape, said James already planning what he was going to wear Gordon was less enthusiastic Dressing up? Oh, the indignity! Although, if I must, I suppose I could always pull out my shooting star costume Rebecca told Thomas she hoped her fairy god engine would help her transform into a beautiful princess engine Thomas chuckled to himself (laughs)
1: <laughs> Fairy God-Engine? What a silly idea!
0: Sir Topham Hat thought the ball was a wonderful idea But reminded the engines they needed to finish their jobs first The coal hoppers needed filling too I can do that, sir! Said Thomas, wanting to be really useful And Thomas raced away First he went to the Blue Mountain Quarry And filled the coal hopper there Then he went to Brendam Docks Ahoy there, me hearty! Said Salty, the dockside diesel engine who worked there You got time for a story? Um, actually, I... Thomas hesitated, he was running a bit late But he knew how much Salty liked to tell his stories And he didn't want to disappoint him
1: uh, of course, salty, you know how much I like your tall tails
0: And so Thomas stopped and listened and listened and listened until finally and that was the end of the fearsome sea serpent arr, arr, ha, 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 ha.
1: Arr, great story, salty. Now I'd better get going. I've got coal hoppers to fill.
0: It was getting late when Thomas arrived back at Tidmouth Sheds. He was covered with coal dust from funnel to footplate. And soon after, the engines were heading off excitedly to the ball. All except Thomas, who certainly couldn't go looking the way he did.
1: Oh, cinders and ashes. I'll never go to the ball now.
0: Suddenly, there was a puff of steam. Yes, you SHALL go to the ball! And standing before Thomas was a sparkly engine.
1: (gasps) Who are you? I am your fairy god engine, and I have seen that in spite of your own wish to go to the ball, you have put the needs of other engines before your own, and because of that, you deserve to be rewarded. And so... (laughs)
0: With a sprinkling of magic dust, the Fairy God Engine transformed Thomas into... A magnificent knight in shining armour engine He had fluffy feathers on a necklace around his funnel And his brass whistle was now two golden trumpets
1: Fairy God Engines do exist Now it can go to the ball after all Yes, you can, but you must leave before midnight, for that is when the spell will wear off Now go!
0: (laughs) And with that, the Fairy God Engine vanished And Thomas, the knight in shining armour, charged off to Ulfstead Castle (laughs) Meanwhile, the ball was in full swing Colourful flags hung from the castle walls, while balloons and fairy lights hung around the castle grounds. In the middle, the grand parade was already underway. The Earl dressed as a sheriff, and Sir Topham Hatt dressed as a clown, sat at the judge's table. Glyn the coffee pot engine introduced the contestants. And next up, let's give a big cheer for our very old engine of steel, the rail rocket
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> James in his red cape and mask rolled forward heroically
1: never fear rail rocket
0: is here And finally last but not least we have the fastest locomotive in the universe. It's the one and only shooting star
1: <laughs>
0: Gordon dressed in his streamlined costume, Rolled forward majestically. Whoosh! the shooting star is coming through! <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Make way for one more!
0: Called Thomas as he raced into the castle grounds. And who might you be? Asked the Earl.
1: I am, uh, I am Sir Tomalot, <laughs> the brave.
0: Thomas rolled forward in his gleaming silver outfit A knight in shining armour? How magnificent! The engines gasped (laughs) Except for Gordon and James Who didn't like someone else having a better costume than them Congratulations everyone, what a parade that was
1: All that remains is for the panel of judges to compare our
0: notes and announce the winner! See y'all soon! yee Engines flocked to Thomas, admiring his shiny silver suit of armour and beautiful feathers. Thomas, enjoying the attention, quite forgot the time. A little later, the Earl spoke out. A-a-a- your attention, please! The judges have reached their final decision, and it gives me great pleasure to announce that the winner... The clock started to chime. Of the best dressed engine at the King Godred Locomotive Ball. Thomas glanced up at the clock.
1: Oh no, it's almost midnight. The spell will wear off.
0: Panicking, Thomas forced his way through the gathered crowds. Said the Earl Said Tomalot the brave Racing from the castle grounds Thomas started to transform back into his old self His two golden trumpets became his old whistle His shiny silver armour faded away To reveal his dirty body underneath And his feather necklace came loose and fell to the ground The Earl, rushing after Thomas, found the necklace and saw that it was made in a special way to fit a funnel like no other. I shall search all of Sodor to find the engine with the funnel that fits this necklace so I may give him his special prize. The following morning, the Earl set out. Engines from all across the island Lined up to try the feather necklace But alas, none fitted The Earl finally arrived at Tidmouth Sheds It had to be one of these engines, he thought James rolled forward Eager to try on the necklace But no matter how much he tried to squeeze his funnel into it The necklace wouldn't fit Then Gordon rolled forward but the Earl said he knew Gordon was the shooting star, so there was no point in trying. He turned to leave. When? My feathers! called Thomas, appearing from behind the sheds. Your feathers? Your feathers? Quick, show me your funnel. The Earl jumped up onto Thomas's footplate and placed the necklace around Thomas's funnel. It fit perfectly.
1: It fits. It fits. The necklace fits. You are Sir Tomalot the Brave. At your service,
0: my lord. Then the Earl placed the King Godred crown on top of Thomas' boiler as his prize.
1: (laughs) Hooray! Hooray! Hooray!
0: And from that day on, everyone lived happily ever after. Except Gordon and James, who were a bit put out. The end. If you like listening to Thomas and Friends story time, new stories are coming down the track. Stay tuned for more stories from Thomas and his friends. Coming soon. Parents, if you like what you heard, please leave us a review and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tell your friends too. Thomas and Friends is a registered trademark of Ghislaine Thomas Limited.